Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Well, I've got great news, Jordan. <gasps> finally. I... Fucking finally, man. No, no, Good for you. you. You've had it coming. Thank Good. you. I... You deserve it. Whatever this is, you deserve it. Because you work hard. You're a father to three beautiful children. And of course, taller than average. So it's a it's it's about time. Let's let's hear it. Let's hear this good news. I'm gonna I'm gonna get into a receptive posture. I'm gonna get ready to receive your news. I think a lot of us are trying to figure shit out. And especially poof, tell me about it. Especially with the way the world has been going lately. Yeah, um, say no more. <laughs> uh, it's been kind of dark times out there, and a lot of people have been taking the opportunity to reconsider their priorities, think about what mm. really matters, what doesn't mm-hmm. matter, that kind of thing. I'm not right. the only one who's been doing this. Okay. Some people are looking to religion. Some people are looking to mindfulness. Some people are looking to health practices. Uh, some people are looking to family or loved ones. Um, some people are just, you know, some people want to have the perfect sourdough bread, Jordan. Yeah. I hear a lot of people are watching Bridgerton. Yeah. A lot of people watch Bridgerton. I haven't tried it um, yet. It's on my, it's on my list though. I've got to, got to try it. Is that the sexy one or the, is that the one with Christine? Bur- well, anything with Christine Bransky is sexy, but. Well, yeah, totally. Um, if you like sassy tongued broads. Um, I do. Uh, yeah, I mean, I fucking love Christine Baranski. <laughs> I want to be. Hold on, I I know we're I know we're uh, making a comedy show here. I just don't want anyone to think that I don't love Christine Baranski. No. Baranski. I got I got freaked out that people would think I don't love Christine Baranski. She's fucking great. She is great. We were a big Sybil house growing up. We watched a lot of Sybil. They're so fucking good. Yeah. Sybil Shepard and Christine Baranski are so fucking good. Right. I don't think anybody's saying they're not. I just, they're this is just not a hot both take. great. This is not a hot they're take. They're so great. Yes. They're so you, But you say good. it like it's a hot take. No, I'm just... But, it, but that gets, you know, you're a broadcaster and you have to... Well, because some asshole came in here and kind of suggested that maybe there was something wrong with liking Christine Baranski. Not, well, it wasn't me. Are you trying to pet this? Are you trying to say it's... Oh, boy... Now I'm going to get dragged online for being anti-Baransk, So in fact, I've been pro-Baransk this whole time. Jordan, you know, you know. Since day one, we were a Sybil house. Jordan, you know that we have no choice. This is not an optional thing to stand this legend. No choice but to stand. People are trying to figure it out. We stand, we, we, we stand Ski Baransky. Sorry, go ahead. Should we stop doing the show? <laughs> Forever, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what, oh, were you doing a thing about what people turn to in hard times? Yeah, but yeah. then I started just now started thinking about how much better Jordan Jesse Go would be if it was instead of Jordan and Jesse, it was Sybil Shepherd and Christine Baranski. Yeah, <laughs> they were talking about so nonsense. good, so interviewing a fun guest from the world of comedy. Uh, Do you think they know enough about? Like just like Booster continue. Gold. Yes, I was going to say Wario, but yes, our usual <laughs> cast of characters. I guess if they wanted to take over the show, we could do like. And again, I don't know what Christine Baranski's <laughs> Nintendo and DC Comics fandom is like. 
She Perhaps probably had a Dreamcast. She probably had Perhaps a Dreamcast. She, well, yeah. Well, so, oh, so she's a, she's a Sega fan. Yeah. So she'll probably do a lot of Space Channel 5 material. <laughs> it's all Seaman stuff. Love Seaman. Very innovative. Um, but yeah, so I mean, if they if there's some like stuff they don't feel comfortable with, we can just give them a crash course, and yeah, they could probably be in our chairs doing the show by the end of May. I think that sounds great to me. So yeah, so these are our final episodes. Keep it keep it locked here to this feed for <laughs> Sybil Two, <laughs> what the podcast will be called. Um, Sybil is a sitcom. I don't think we've said that. Anyway, go ahead, Jesse. I've been working very hard to figure out it all during mm. this time. Right. Um, dedicated a lot of energy to my family, my beautiful children. Um, dedicated a lot of energy to creating this art mm-hmm. called podcasting. Right. Um, I mean, from times of great struggle, you get great art. Yeah, I, I bought a set of sex pillows, mm. which are great, um, but aren't don't turn out. They're not the, they're not, it, you know, they're not the answer, but they're great. I definitely recommend them. Get the mm. good one; it's great. I mean, that's why people like it and buy it. Do you have a brand you want to shout out? Uh, Liberator mm. is the brand. It's great. I mean, it's legitimately great. I'm not fucking around, but it's not the answer you know it's not the thing it's not it's not figuring it out um but it's you know i mean it's it's great but it's not the thing right but yesterday um my daughter had decided to stay up to watch saturday night live which was a bad idea um, because she's 10 years old and what would happen probably is that the next day today she would be insane. And today she was insane all day long because of something they said on weekend update. Yeah. <laughs> I think Colin Jost got her pissed off. <laughs> Fucking Jost. She's like, how the fuck is this guy married to Scarlett Johansson or whatever? <laughs> and also on this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. My Jost opinions are coming out. Yeah. It's probably a good writer. I don't know. Maybe he's a good person. Yeah. <laughs> Seems possible. It's entirely possible. Didn't he buy a Staten Island ferry? I don't know. I think Colin Jost bought his own Staten Island ferry. That might not be true, but... I've gone to great lengths not to learn about Jost. Yeah, I don't really know I've been, I about actively, Jost myself. In I fact, we've gotten to the Jost bottom facts. of my Jost knowledge. Mm-hmm. You know, Jost, go on Jordan, Jesse, go. Yeah. Or Jost, go on Shepard Baranski, go. <laughs> do you think he's the heir to the Jostens fortune? <laughs> I think he <laughs> Company is. that takes class pictures. Yeah, I think he got. I think he rode a wave of uh, gold-plated class ring money mm. to Saturday Night Live. So last night I had to stay up because my daughter was up, and this is what happened. I eat dinner around six. Usually, my wife and I wait until the kids go to bed, and then we have some ice cream. In this case, my daughter wasn't going to go to bed, and she had actually served herself and and eaten some ice cream, but she was pumped up about staying up late, and my wife was putting the other kids to bed. So I said to myself, you know what? I'm going to make myself a Sunday. 
So I got chocolate chip ice cream, Tillamook brand. The best in the grocery store as far as I'm concerned. I crumpled up those little Trader Joe's chocolate chip cookies, the little tiny ones, on top. I put caramel sauce on top of that, and then I put whipped cream on top of that. Mm -hmm. I ate it. It was fucking tremendous. Absolutely fucking tremendous. Absolutely great. But it wasn't it. But it was great. Mm-hmm. It didn't answer anything for me, but it was it was a fucking great Sunday. You still were like unclear as to what your life's purpose was. Cut to. Thank you for using screenwriting language too, by the way. It helps me follow along as a creative. We pan up and see the clock as the minute hand sweeps past the 12. And then you look at the camera and say, wait, how did I get here? Let's rewind. You're such a Deadpool. Let's cut to about 10 p.m. Like a hard cut or a dissolve? I went into the kitchen, opened up my freezer. Mm-hmm. I took out some mint chip ice cream. Mm-hmm. I put that in a bowl. I put some chocolate chips on top of that. I put some whipped cream on top of that, and I ate ice cream a second time in the same night. Mm. I ate two Sundays in one night, two different Sundays in one night, about two hours apart, and that's it. I solved it. I've solved it. Two Sundays. It's wow. the second Sunday. It's mm-hmm. You ate a Sunday already. You wait a while and then eat another fucking Sunday. It's great. Congratulations. It's great, Jordan. It's great and it is it. Mm. So you're like fully self-actualized now? I'm a fucking vibrating god. Man, so kind of like Dr. Manhattan style, you're going to ascend to a <laughs> fortress on Mars and I can, just watch all of humanity pass by? I can levitate like David Lynch. Cool. Lynch levitates? Lynch can levitate. If he and his buddies are working on it together. It's TM buddies. Congratulations on the two Sundays thing, man. That's really great. Um, a lot of people wouldn't have the balls. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people wouldn't have the know-how. True. But you did it. And you know what? You deserve it. If there's anybody who deserves more than one Sunday, it's you, buddy. Congratulations. Our guest on this week's Jordan Jesse Go is a talented podcaster from the Get Played podcast, among many other podcast projects. He's a comic and writer as well. A really, a really cool, funny dude, Matt Apodaca. Hi, Matt. Hi. Well, first of all, this is king behavior. What it was, what I'm hearing. <laughs> yeah, it's true. This is this is. I don't know if Babar eats ice cream, but if he does, this is how he would do it. Yeah, I'm just like I'm blown away by this because I love ice cream. I'm just gonna go ahead and put that out there. That's I mean, one. You're look everyone who looks at me is like this guy loves a cone in his hand. He loves right. a cone. Uh, <laughs> I I don't have the constitution right in my tum. Right. To have two Sundays, you sp- lest I want to be sitting on a dang turlet all night. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So Jesse, tell us about what does, what's the toilet situation been? The toilet situation. Jordan, are you, are you still making your famous perfectly coiled turds? <laughs> um, my movements have been pure, firm, and smooth. Wow, um, that's honestly shocking to hear. Well, mm-hmm. you know, you wouldn't think. You wouldn't think that David Lynch could could levitate, but he can. That's you know what? Yeah, you're right. And I'm just I'm just glad 
you got to the bottom of this because there's I don't keep ice cream in my home uh, because I love it because I'll just eat right. it nonstop. Uh, and when I do have it, my little my little hit of serotonin is I'll just go to my freezer and get a spoonful of ice cream and walk away. That's it. That's my yeah. that's my little trick. I also I also have a no house cream policy. Yeah, I can't I can't do it because I'll just eat it all. I save it for when I'm out and about. Because then, then it's nice. And it's yeah. I eat ice cream every day. Um, wow. Oh my gosh. But in this case, I ate ice cream two different times on one day, which yeah. was what really sealed the deal. How many flavors do you keep in the freezer at once? I've had as many as five or six flavors. Okay. My wife subscribed me to an ice cream service. Um, which these del- are words I didn't need to hear. Ice cream service. This yeah. is incredible. <laughs> Uh, it delivers ice cream to my home yeah, uh, wow. on a monthly basis. It'll deliver three or four flavors, but I do tend to supplement yeah. those flavors. Um, You're saying enough with the Netflix. Just give me the chill. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what you, that's what you said. So you have like an ice cream person coming to your house, not unlike a drug dealer in the 90s with different <laughs> ice creams. Yeah, yeah, Jesse has to call his beeper. <laughs> yeah. He's like, hey, look, we got in, uh, you know, we got salted caramel this month. Pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. <laughs> that Colombian shit. That <laughs> Colombian salted caramel. I paged the ice cream guy 911. Yeah. <laughs> it's an emergency. And he said, I love you too. Because <laughs> he, he doesn't four, understand three, pager codes. Three, one, four, yeah. Did code. you guys have pagers growing up? I didn't have a pager. I'm going off like pager knowledge from from the time, from pager people that I knew. Well, the, you're going off your, from when you were a psychiatrist. <laughs> right. Yeah, when I was in residency, I had a pager. Uh <laughs> I've never, I, I've never had one. I, my mom had one, and I remember like wanting to play with it, and then being like, "This doesn't even have any fucking buttons on it. This is boring. This has got yeah. nothing." Did These you snooze? Did yeah. your mother work in the medical field, or did she just like to be available? I, I don't even know why she had it. Yeah, because like, I don't remember the phone ringing a ton, or like somebody else paging her. I never heard her say, "I got a crazy page," like you right. know, like. Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> like, I never. Up. Yeah, I was never paged. I don't think she was ever paged urgently. I think it was just like a thing that like you had, sort of like how, um, like the fir- first wave cell cell phones are different now, right? Like e- like cell phones so? are a sort of modern. <laughs> Thanks, Jordan. <laughs> I'm curious. I'm not a big tech guy. How how are, how are they different? I just feel like they, it was like a novelty to have a cell phone, right? It was sort right. of like, oh, you have a cell phone? That's really crazy. And now, like, people's entire livelihoods can be done, can be handled on a cell phone. Sure. Uh, and if you had one, you maybe answered it. You took it on in the car, and you left it in the car and just went about your business. You didn't have it on you at all times. Or with this... I can't be the first person to make this observation. We have we're trapped by our phones, you guys. They, yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you, uh, thank you, Bezos, for my dopamine hit. You yeah. say, yeah. Thank this, you for hypnotizing me. <laughs> they're sort of like a black mirror. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Cell phones have changed a lot. You could, you could. A lot of people don't know this. You could actually look at porn on a beeper, but it was very rudimentary. <laughs> It was just a six and a nine just going to fucking town oh, on each other. Oh, don't say those numbers so close together. <laughs> Are you afraid it'll be too nice? <laughs> Smoke starts coming out of my ears. <laughs> oh, Matt steamed. <laughs> we were screwing around too much. 
I definitely had a pager and sent a lot of pager codes back and forth mm. with uh, my high school girlfriends. So this is like early sexting. Yeah, uh, 100%. It was all 143, wow. which was I love you. I I don't remember. The only the only pager codes I, I can remember right now are 911 and 143. Yeah, the biggies. Yeah, this sure. is just kind of interesting and, you know, um, just kind of thinking about, you know, what it would have been like to, you know, page to page code with a girlfriend back in the day. Mm-hmm. 143... It just seems like a big step. Is there something in between, like, I like you a lot and my feelings are growing? Mm. Like, what's the pager code for, I'm enjoying this and I want to see where it goes? Because I like you would also be 143. Right. So not a lot mm. of room for nuance. It was love or nothing, huh? Yeah, I guess so. Did you guys yeah. ever play games in on your math class calculator? Yeah. I remember seeing kids have, like, Mario on like a TI-85 and being like, this is, I want yours. And then like, just never knew how to, I didn't know how to do that. I just didn't, I didn't know. I was, I guess, <laughs> graphing. I did mostly graphing. <laughs> I'm using this for its intended purpose, you yeah. said. And poorly. I was very Enjoy bad your at Mario's. <laughs> I'll be over here graphing, sir. <laughs> yeah, I didn't either. I don't think, I don't think I ever had one of those. And I definitely know what it was like of like getting to play Mario on somebody's, getting to play drug wars on somebody's. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Snake, of course. Snake uh, rocks. Yeah, snake rocks. snake's it still rules. pretty fun. Yeah, you can get you can you can if I if I had snake on my phone right now, which I easily could, I could probably sink twenty minutes into that and feel good about it and be like, oh, wow, yeah. that was actually a lot of fun. That was great. Time well spent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No regrets. And then put it down and walk away from it, and then not think about it for months. And then it gets up, and then it de like deletes from my phone. And then I'll think about it again. Hey, I got to re-download snake and then play snake again. Yeah. Do you, cycle, vicious cycle. Do you play? Uh, Matt, look, mm-hmm. you're the co-host of a gaming podcast. That's right. Do you play the kind of games that live on your phone and mesmerize your mind? I, you know, I tried Apple Arcade for a little bit because I thought it was going to be like, I just thought I'd like it more. I have a controller for my phone uh, that you snap onto your phone and it turns it basically into like basically about into a like a Nintendo Switch. It's called a, a Backbone, yeah. Backbone. And I, I I love it, but I don't I don't really play a lot of the phone games. I played Angry Birds when Angry Birds was new. I loved Flappy Bird. The Flappy Bird story is is wild. Wow. Uh, Let's talk and... about this story. Let's talk about the story <laughs> of Flappy Bird. Is this the in-game lore? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the the reason there are pipes coming from the ground and the sky is is haunting right. uh, <laughs> uh, no but the guy i mean because flappy bird for those of you that are not familiar with it it's like a game where it's just a bird and there are pipe obstacles that you have to navigate the bird through you navigate the bird by pressing on the on the phone for a certain amount of time it's, it's sort of like uh it's sensitive to it so if you hold uh on the screen the bird goes up you let go the bird goes down it's a balancing act sort of thing yeah and the and, assets look like they were all stolen from other games right yeah the pipes are mario the bird i think the bird is like uh, the bird is like, larry bird from jordan versus bird on yeah. the nes <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah ex- exactly it's a yeah a, a very tall white man uh <laughs> it's, it's a guy um and 
you are yeah you just it's it's a it's a game of endurance also so it's it's you're you're trying to see how far you can go on this map this game became a like runaway success it was like the number one game on the ice in the i think it was called the ice store i didn't know maybe it was the ice store the app store um and everybody was loving at flappy bird people are downloading it constantly he, the guy who made it which i wish i knew his name um john flappy John, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. John Flappy. Larry Bird also would have been funny to say. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so you know, audience, just pick whichever one you want. Yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah, that's a choose your own adventure joke. You could have whichever one and then laugh at which one you like. Right, exactly. Best. If you pick Larry Bird, you'll have to fight the Yeti later. <laughs> John but, Flappy, you'll discover the pirate's gold. Can I throw in a C option, please? Yeah, Flappy Bird. It's Larry Bird's brother. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's like that's good. see that's a good one too because that's, that's like good. that's it's we missed it because we were too close to it Larry, like, like, we, we're, we're, we're saying flappy bird, bird that's good <laughs> yeah this is why you this is why you <laughs> this is why you called script doctor jesse thorne to that's come right in. that's good guys you what you a, think? yeah you're, you get a, it, a bird's eye view sorry for the uh <laughs> sure. see that's look this is this is you're like the Sean Parker of what we just did. You took the the out and you <laughs> just gave us the best option. Disruptor. Uh, I so the guy who who made Flappy Bird mm-hmm. was having to update it all this all you know so much and like just didn't want to. It was a it was a, a thing of stress for him. Uh, and he wrote this like blog post that I I I sort of remember being upsetting. Like uh, he was just like this is like too much. Like I can't handle the stress of this and stuff. It was kind of a dark. Um, uh, blog post, and then he just took it down completely. And then, so if you had it on your phone still, you were good. You could keep it, and you know it was like it's just on your phone. But if you deleted it, there's no you can't re-download it. So then, phones with Flappy Bird on it were going for thousands of dollars on eBay and stuff. No way. Yes, and so it was just like this whole thing. And the guy was just like, "I'm out." I look. I just made a fun little thing to you know yeah. play while I was taking a shit or something. And you all, <laughs> this was just for shitting. And I heard people are playing it not yeah. shitting. Yeah, and you y'all ruined it. I've seen some of your coils, and I'm very disappointed. <laughs> they are imperfect coils. Somebody's been having multiple Sundays per night. <laughs> Why can't you all poop like Jesse? <laughs> Hashtag poop like Jesse. <laughs> I got the poop like Jesse. <laughs> My favorite Maroon 2 song. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Maroon 5. If your twos are maroon, see a doctor. <laughs> I just had a lot of beats. <laughs> Joke had a lot of beats. Way too many beats. <laughs> And I'm not talking about with an A, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but that's as far as I remember it. The story of Flappy Bird. It was a, a tumultuous uh, turn wild. of events, uh, but in- but interesting nonetheless. Matt, what's the story of Echo the Dolphin? Uh, you know what? <laughs> I don't know. So this dolphin, man, that guy makes me shit. <laughs> <laughs> dolphin when he <laughs> sings his beautiful song. <laughs> um. Jesse, to answer your question, I, uh, you know, I love a video game, but I like I I can't really play them in any way other than sitting quietly alone in the dark in front of my TV. There's mm-hmm. been a couple of phone games that that have got me. Uh, I was a big Fruit Ninja guy back in the day. I did mm. a lot of Fruit Ninja. And then when I saw the big there's like a giant Fruit Ninja you can play in Dave and Buster's and to wow. get to like swipe at the fruit with my whole arm was a thrill and i think i've probably 
the gap between how cool I felt and how cool I looked was probably never greater <laughs> than when I was playing the giant fruit ninja sure. at Dave and Buster's. Was it like that video of uh, there's like a dog who was like their favorite toy was like a Pluto, uh, mm-hmm. like a Disney's Pluto. And then they took the dog to Disneyland and saw Pluto and it like freaked out like it was so excited were you like that when you saw the big yes. ninja i would i looked i looked as, i looked as dorky as that dumb fucking chump dog <laughs> what an idiot it's what not your dumb toy. dog <laughs> this is a man with a job how'd that dog go to disneyland i don't know service dog maybe yeah maybe pluto invited it oh yeah like, sort of like like biden inviting uh other people to the white house other this famous dog yeah. invites other dogs yeah, like how this biden guy's with me famous guy's cool. dogs to the white house <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that <laughs> not you garfield <laughs> yeah it's okay it was a monday anyway <laughs> you can come rin tin tin <laughs> uh so big fruit ninja guy and then uh big uh the most i also tried apple arcade this is apple's kind of like unlimited game service and i liked the selection i thought the selection was really great uh and i got really into this kind of color matching game called grindstone and it is a kind of it's it's you match these little gobliny guys Mm -hmm. and then if you match the colors a barbarian guy with a big sword kind of chops through them all uh, so it's, you know, like Love a, it. like a Tetris or a columns type thing, but it has mm-hmm. this kind of cartoony fun, but kind of cartoonishly gross overlay. Mm-hmm. I got real into that in a way that, you know, when you get into one of those puzzle games, you like see it when you close your eyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had that. I had the, I had the grindstone fever pretty hard for that, but, um, <laughs> But yeah, kind of once and it but thank God that game had a campaign. So you, okay. I could like beat it and then put it away. I'm pretty good at beating a game and then leaving it alone. So the fact that it had something to beat is the reason that I'm not still playing yeah. it and seeing it in my dreams. I get too distracted with phone games because it's my phone. And I'm like, right. I can look at anything I want on this. Yeah. Like and it, I can look I, at a I, six and a nine fucking going to town yeah, on each oh, other. Oh man. Well, yeah, unless I want my uh, screen to fog up. Yeah, uh, <laughs> from how heavy I'm breathing at the. But I, I, I played, <laughs> I played Simpsons Tapped Out, which is not a game you play. It's like a game that you assign things to have happen. Like uh, you give the various uh, members of Springfield, you build a Springfield. That's part of the, what it, what it is, and then you can uh, assign tasks for the citizens of Springfield to do. Um, but you could also um, buy things in the game through microtransactions. So if you want like Lard Lad's Donut, uh, you know, uh, store uh, or whatever it's called, you want that? Yeah, you want that. You you can buy it with uh, you buy donuts in the thing. That's their premium currency, and then you can spend you know twenty five donuts on certain things. And a friend of mine hacked my game and gave me like. I don't know, like nine thousand donuts or something. So Man. I was like, I was That's I was living the dream. The dream. It was yeah. I was I was going crazy in this thing, and then I ran out of those, and so I had all these premium items. But then I was keep I kept playing, and new premium items came out, and I was like, okay, well I'll just you know got me this far. I'll start putting my own money into this, and it it hurts me to think about how much real money I spent on this game that I don't even have anymore. This was NFTs before that. Wow. I, I feel like I scammed myself because I was just like so addicted to it. And then one day I was just like, I'm done with this after several hundred dollars into this game, probably. So what what was your biggest expense in Simpsons Tapped Out? The, what it sounds like to me 
from what I understand, yeah, is a world building Simpsons based MMA game. It's 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 like it's sort of like yeah the, yeah MMO. you have to fight Brock, MMA is mixed martial arts. Uh, yeah Brock Lesnar's in the game yeah uh, it's um you well, know it's it, it sort of is tapped out <laughs> yeah okay, you're so tapping that, out because okay, you're yeah, in an arm was, bar you're cooler than us I would have gotten that if I was cool you know, that's I, that's it, just it, sort of what a it. lot of the coolest people are into MMA <laughs> <laughs> the coolest you should see these guys they're so cool yeah um their tattoos match their shirts it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, it's sort of yeah, it's it's sort of like Sim City kind of with the Simpsons. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and are the things you're buying like specific Simpsons references? They can be. You can buy that. Or what I was, I feel like what I was buying the most was they had these like um, uh, at the Quickie Mart they had um like scratcher tickets, and you could buy a scratcher ticket. They're like a dollar ninety nine or something. Oh, man. Uh, and they're always a win. So I, you know, this is how I've learned that I'm probably. A gambler. If I, if I probably love gambling, <laughs> right? Um, and so you you buy a scratcher and you scratch it off on your phone, and then you usually you get that something. Fun. Yeah, it's oh man, it's a blast. It's great. It's as good as gambling. It's so fun. When I saw that that game existed and that you could spend real money on it as yeah. a Simpsons obsessive, mm-hmm. I said to myself, if I get this, there's a world where I get drunk, take out my phone, and then I wake up the next day and I can't make rent. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, it's it was. I it's probably why I deleted it. Honestly, I was like, wait a minute, I can't keep spending money on this. I sure. don't have groceries. <laughs> what am I doing? Wait, so uh, when you're building your city, yeah. mm-hmm. you can you buy stuff from the Simpsons to put in the city, like you buy. Yes, the like the story of the game is sort of like I think God came down and like destroyed Springfield with his finger. Mm-hmm. And wow. sort of wiped out the wiped out Springfield, and it's up to you to rebuild it. Uh, and so you so you start with the Simpsons home. You start with like yeah, then you, other buildings you would recognize, and you can make like you can make it however you want. You can make it crazy, like you could. You, you're this not isn't boring how, like the regular script. You wouldn't do it like yeah, boring regular. You're not a regular city planner. You're kind of maybe having a little fun. Right. I'm a, I'm uh, a little twisted, so I'd probably start throwing in shit from South Park. <laughs> I think there was a Futurama crossover. <laughs> oh yeah, I think there oh, was. Now yeah. I want it more than ever. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to leave and play the game now. Uh, I wonder if it still exists. I wonder because I mean those types of games are, um, I think Annette bad. I I, I think they're not <laughs> probably hurting the world. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's good. Um, it's I, I can't believe I'm just like sitting here thinking I spent so much money. Jesse, is your is your uh, baseball fantasy baseball game that you play phone based? No, if my fantasy baseball game was phone based, it would be over for me, mm. absolutely right. over. Because I will sit here and play baseball mogul at this very desk where we're recording this program, where I'm recording my element of this program. I will sit here and play baseball mogul for three hours straight during the workday. Uh, and I'm saying that with two of my employees present on this call, mm-hmm. Valerie and Brian both work for me. Uh, and I don't have any time. I want to yeah. be clear, like, that's time that I'm not, that my family will not have food because I didn't go to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. If there were microtransactions, 
in Baseball Mogul 2018, which is the version of it that I play for whatever reason. Just haven't upgraded. Uh, I I would I would be penniless right now. <laughs> Do you think you play the 2018 version because you because it's existing in a world where COVID hasn't happened yet? Yes. <laughs> And everything else was good then too, right? Yeah, everything else was, everything was great. <laughs> yeah, that's good times. Yeah, mm-hmm. everybody loved 2018. Yeah, 2018. Good. My whole thing is just like within the context of baseball mogul. How can I make America great again? Yeah, yeah, I'm hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, I, I'm glad somebody's trying. Yeah. Do you think if you fix it then, uh, it'll it'll sort of like uh, butterfly effect and change things how they are here now? Yeah, I think so. I oh shit, that this is the premise for the baseball mogul movie. <laughs> it's mine. I'm writing it. It's mine. No, no, no I'm writing it. No. I'm writing it first. I'm writing it better. I'll race you. <laughs> Ready, right. <laughs> I I have been playing that same game since we were in college. I wow. started playing baseball mogul in college. It has not changed. It has not improved. It is the same. They, like the, three or four years in, they were still adding stuff. But that was 15 years ago. If you're feeling a little twisted, can you throw a Cartman in there? Yeah, sure. You can throw a Cartman in there, if you're, but only if you're feeling twisted. Yeah. And they ask you. You have to sort of put your thumb on the phone <laughs> and like they sort of read it. Like, are you yeah. twisted for real? And right. you know they can say they can decline. They it. can tell. They can tell via via a fingerprint. Yeah, if you're twisted or not, because your fingerprint will be all like, I don't know, crazy. Am I, am I twisted enough for you, Papa Bezos, <laughs> for my little dopamine hit that I need from my tweets? I feel like I'm going through a black mirror. Yeah. <laughs> I'm let's I'm should be clear when I'm doing that I'm being like a luddite Gen X guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Maybe people thought like that's how actually I was like trying to approach comedy, but I'm kind of like making fun of a kind of dude. Mm. Got it. He also this guy also like, hates the Kardashians. He's like really like too mad at the Kardashians. What do you So you, you got about? famous on a sex tape? Uh... Yeah. What do you think about Christine Baranski? Here's the thing about this guy. Yeah. Loves her. Stansky. This guy's a Stansky for Baranski. I, I can't. I can't. I don't think I've ever seen something that she's in. That's probably not true. I'm sure she must have popped up in something I've seen before. And I'm going to go ahead and say I love her. Have you seen the the Grinch? <laughs> I have seen the Grinch. Great in the Grinch. Didn't realize under all that who makeup it was Baranski. Okay, that, I'm in. Yeah, she, she transforms. That's what. That's see. That's why you call Baranski. She disappears yeah. into the role. Yeah, because everybody else like look. I know who's. I know who else is in there. I know Molly Shannon's yeah. in there. I you know, know Molly Shannon's in there. Tambor, you know, OJ Simpson, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all the crews. But Bransky slipped slip by me. Very good. Mm-hmm. A great performance. And, you know, that's what you'd expect from her. Jesse, I know your kids were into the Cat in the Hat movie. Were there ever <laughs> Grinch heads? <laughs> my daughter. My daughter. So you guys, Grinch, you guys Grinching it over there? So, Matt, for hey, your you, benefit. You Grinch, it, yeah. you Grinch it year round, don't you? There was a long period where my daughter's, <laughs> and it may still be, where my daughter's favorite movie was uh the Cat in the Hat. With the Mike, Mike Myers, Myers Cat in the Hat. Cat in the Hat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is truly awful. Yes. Like, it's truly, really, really bad. I think I saw it in the theater. Yeah. I mean, it's... <laughs> How did you feel about it at the time? Um, God, what year did it come out? I was certainly too old to see it. Um, <laughs> and I remember... I just remember being like, this ain't the Grinch. 
Where's Baranski? You said. Yeah, I was like, where is she? Where's OJ? Yeah, I was like, who's this? OJ's the, not in it. I was like, Alec Baldwin, pass. And then, yeah. you know, I was eating crow a couple years later when 30 Rock came on. Yeah. Alec yeah. Baldwin, frankly, did a good job. I, I, everyone, <laughs> look, everyone does a good job. That's why it's so horrible. It's mm-hmm. everything about it. It's wrong. There's a part where he does. There's a part where he just does coffee talk from Saturday Night Live mm-hmm. in kids love that cat in the hat outfit as the cat in the hat. And you're like, what? What the fuck? Yeah. Did he say, does he say like I'm getting verklempt? He does the voice. I don't remember him using. I mean, I imagine that belongs to Lauren Michaels. Probably catnip talk. Yeah. Yeah. Catnip talk. That's funny. Hey, thanks. <laughs> so um so she was she was completely obsessed with this movie and she's you right. know she's she's that kind of person she's 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 into what she's into and um you know i had to see it it's horrible uh i i, I hope she's asleep and is not hearing this i love her very much um but Sledgehammer comes through the door right now. What'd you say about my favorite movie, Daddy? <laughs> something, something about the the Jim Carrey Grinch movie was upsetting to her. Mm-hmm. Something ineffable. Right. I mean, it's the fact that someone would want to steal Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and I think just it's the just, idea. Let alone a man with a heart condition. <laughs> His heart was too small. <laughs> I think it was mostly like just, you know, Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. It's a little more sinister. Fucking Jim Carrey's fucking creepy as fuck. Yeah. Jim yes. Carrey so many performance has changed a lot. Deeply upsetting, Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. Uh, Me, uh, my brother, my younger brother um, would be mad if I said this. He'd be embarrassed if I said this, but it's okay. Um, he would. He was so afraid of the Grinch. When it was when it was coming out, he was probably he's two years younger than me. I think that movie came out what in year two thousand or something two thousand one. Uh, so he was probably about uh, like yeah eight maybe. Um, and I remember there was a big cutout in the newspaper. It was like a full page ad of the Grinch uh, in black and white in the newspaper as it would be. And I cut it out and taped it to my face and like went into his room with it on his face. And he wow thought he was going to die. <laughs> he, he thought the Grinch was going to kill him and that this was it. And I was like... The Grinch doesn't kill in the movie. I don't know what he was thinking, but he was like screaming for like bloody murder. My, like my mom thought that I was like hurting him and I was just standing there with the Grinch mask on being like, it's me, the Grinch, in my voice. Like, it's very clearly me. It's we- me. <laughs> yeah, wearing my Space Jam pajamas, probably. Like, I mean, just like- <laughs> it was your voice, but you were doing the Grinch's catchphrase. It's me, the Grinch. Yep, give me your Christmas. Yeah, yeah. yeah, give me your, give me all the Christmas. <laughs> I eat it. I eat Christmas. <laughs> my daughter hated Jim Carrey Grinch so much that she couldn't say its full name. Mm. Like, you know how there's certain kinds of observant Jews who can't refer directly to the name of God? Yeah. You know, she says G hyphen hyphen inch. Yeah. (laughs) She would say JCG. She would say JCG Mm. for Jim Carrey Grinch. This is not a humorous thing that she really hated it so much that 
Uh, say his name three times, he appears. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. So don't. And uh, I'm also on board with that. They're both horrible. To me, they both mm-hmm. are truly the worst. Like, what a nightmare. I, I revisited The Grinch this past holiday season and was like, oh, it's not good. <laughs> like, I hadn't seen it probably since I was a kid, and I remember liking it. Uh, they keep trying with The Grinch. It's one of those yeah. things that I'm like, just let it go. Who cares? Yeah, there's, I mean, more, gr- there's more Grinches than there are Batman at this point. Yeah. <laughs> and here's the thing. We got to see his mom die every time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where's I the mean, team-up film? I'll get regular- Grinches in a movie. <laughs> Grinch v. Cat in the Hat, Dawn of Justice. <laughs> Their moms are both named Martha. <laughs> Can I suggest ballistics, colon, Grinch v. Cat in the Hat? <laughs> Grinch v. v. X. V. Sever. I remember a single line from the Jim Carrey Grinch. Yeah. Uh, I think I saw it Sorry, in... Sorry, JCG? JCG. I remember a single line from JCG. And it is the Grinch... Sorry, the G. <laughs> um, he's making a list of like random evil stuff he wants to do, and one of them is cure cancer. Tell no one. <laughs> I stand by that being really funny, <laughs> and I assume <laughs> the rest of the movie is that funny. Yeah, that's the only thing I remember, and I still think about that. And I'm like, pretty good joke. Yeah, I mean, I'm hearing that and just wondering what got left on the cutting room floor. You know, he was going off. Oh, Jim? Yeah, he's going to riff. Yeah, he was he just, he's probably you, going you, you, off like a you lunatic. You let him go. You let yeah. the guy go. Yeah, he became the Grinch. <laughs> just like the Grinch and Andy Kaufman. He yeah. would not, leave, not break character, yeah. acted kind of like a dick. He actually stole Christmas that year. <laughs> yeah, if you remember uh, Christmas 2000, none. It didn't happen. Yeah. Look it up. Can I suggest a – can I pitch a movie to you guys? Please. In your capacity yes. as movie executives? Only if I can make it. <laughs> JCGVJCVD. I was, we're on the same page. I was thinking about JCVD and how good he would be as the Grinch. Yeah. <laughs> the Grinch is doing the Grinch. splits a lot for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Grinch in this one, he's uh, kicking everyone's ass. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what that guy does. <laughs> Dude just fucking whips ass. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, give us a new take on the Grinch. If you're going to do another Grinch, I don't need to see him steal Christmas again. Let's watch him fuck people up. Like, let's give him something else to do. There is a Halloween Grinch. I've seen it. What? Does he steal Halloween or does he like Halloween? It's a little. That's confusing. It's a, uh, it's called Grinch night and it's like not Halloween necessarily, but it's like a spooky night for the Grinch. And there's other things that happen. And I can't, I haven't seen it since I was probably like six years old. It's not Halloween. I don't think it's Halloween, but we, it was on at Halloween. It's, are they? Is it one of those things where they don't talk about Halloween because that's for the devil? So they're it, bad. They're against the devil, but they're cool with the gr- Grinches. Grinches. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it might be something like that. I haven't seen it in God probably like twenty five years now. But like I remember, I had a tape of it called Grinch Night, and I mm. remember it being like, "This is not as fun as Christmas. This is actually <laughs> kind of scary." Is it like Vincent Price? Like, is it the whole thing? Boris Karloff, I think, yeah. was a Grinch. Oh, Boris Karloff, I, thank you. I think there is a, a, a song a, a song in it um, from the guy who did the How the, the Grinch, Grinch Stole Christmas. Yeah. 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 Honestly, like... Jesse, I, I'm sorry that back there I Grinch-splained to you. It's okay. I Stop I, being I, such a Grinch. As, yeah. As I mean, there's a, gatekeepers and then there's Grinch keepers. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry that I'm Grinch-keeping. 
as an adult who you know has to watch a lot of children's entertainment and as you know like i've i've talked shit about dr seuss on this show uh i think a lot of the dr seuss oof is just actual garbage just total mm-hmm. trash um that... because you're a pop and you don't want to be hopped on don't say that like a joke man because you know first of all representation matters that's true yeah you're right that one's for you yeah i you know i have i have not but contempt for two-thirds of dr seuss's work which are just obviously some shit he shat out just fucking garbage trash this just mm-hmm. like doop de doop de doop de doop bullshit um but that having been said uh regular grinch original grinch is really good like it's really mm-hmm. great the songs are great uh it's a good christmas story it's fucking boris karloff is great uh it's it's a winner Chuck Jones directed it. Looks awesome too. Yeah, it's so cool. It's it's really great. It's got that great Looney Tunes animation. Yeah. Well, well we settled that. Yeah. <laughs> I have nothing more a, to say about a, the Grinch. A beloved Christmas special is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, a lot of them are terrible. You know, they all That's seem true. longer as I get older. Like oh, they, God, they used to yes. fly by. Like I, I just watched. I mean, I rewatched a bunch of these. I watched the Charlie Brown thing, and I was like, these kids. Are the most fucking boring kids on earth. These kids suck. There's like six lines in a given <laughs> Charlie Brown special. And half of that thing is just Linus reading the Bible. Yeah. yeah. Like the Revelations. Other, and He's Jordan Revelations. And Jordan. Not the Christmas story at the, all. The other half is characters crossing the screen. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> People are just impressed to see something happening. Snoopy funny. I'll give it up for Snoopy. Snoopy rocks. Snoopy funny. <laughs> you got to call it like you see it. Snoopy's Snoopy's funny. Yeah. Yeah. He's... Hey, you guys want to take a little break and laugh at Snoopy for a while? Yeah. Snoopy <laughs> Stanny. We'll be back <laughs> in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan, of course. When I go to flick the lights on at Max Fun HQ on Wilshire Boulevard in Los Angeles, California, you know what rushes into the pipes, the electrical pipes, uh, to power the those very lights? What? The members of MaximumFun.org. Ah, they're the best. We love them. All the people who've gone to MaximumFun.org slash join. All the people who are looking forward to the Max Fun Drive coming up this mm-hmm. spring. Going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, coming up, we're uh, we're planning some fun stuff for that. We just recorded a really fun bit with our buddy John Moe that, uh, that donors can listen into. We got something fun yeah. coming up with uh, some of the Flophouse gang. It's going to be great. Uh, so keep an eye on your... Uh, what do you keep an eye on? What do you your keep ears. an eye on? Something. Keep an eye on your ears. Yeah. Keep your eyes on your ears. Yeah. Uh, We're also supported this week by the good people at Stitch Fix. You know, when it comes to looking good, Stitch Fix has you covered. If you're tired of browsing through a 20 trajillion clothing options, why not check out a curated selection, Jordan? You need some refined workwear. They got that. They mm-hmm. you need some casual basics. They got that 
two, Stitch Fix can help elevate your look. Uh, Stitch Fix is really fun. I get a lot of clothes with them, and I always love uh, what I get from the old folks at Stitch Fix. It's It's a fun process, too. It's not just an online store. It's more than that. Something I was talking with, uh, they're also sponsoring the Judge John Hodgman podcast. Something I was talking with John about is one of the biggest questions I get as a menswear expert, one of the biggest emails we get to put this on is like, what what clothing brand will fit my body? It is unusual in these ways because none of us has a the average body, right? There's The average body is imaginary. Uh, it is a composite. Uh, and the truth is that I can't ever answer that question because I don't. I just don't know how every brand fits. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Yes. Like there's too many of them. Right. Uh, and one of the really cool things about Stitch Fix is that you can use Stitch Fix to dial in uh, the fit of the fit that you prefer on your body, uh, or I should say, Stitch Fix will use you to dial that in. And uh, it is pretty incredible how consistently they can identify, um, you know, the particular shape of your body and what of the clothes that they offer will suit and flatter that shape of your body. And that is like in and of itself, like leave aside personal style, leave aside all the flavor things, like just being able to say like, this is the one that will fit you. This is the one for your muscular thighs. Like that is an incredible service that they do using computers and curators. It really is. When I shop there, I'm kind of looking for something I like style wise, but I don't have to worry that it's going to fit because you take this style quiz and uh, you find stuff you want in your price range. You find it in your style and your size and uh, all the stuff you're going to get is tailored to you. And uh, and that's pretty great. You can get it to where they send you a box um, you know, at any interval you like, or you can just check out Stitch Fix Freestyle, where you can shop at a specially curated clothing store that has uh, been put together for you based on that style quiz. Um, still getting compliments on that bird shirt. I mean, it's a great bird shirt. The bird shirt came from Stitch Fix. It's changed my life. Get started today by filling out your freestyle quiz at stitchfix.com slash jjgo and get free shipping and returns. That's stitchfix.com slash jjgo. We're also supported this week by the good folks at Every Plate, America's best value meal kit. You know, if you're tired of if you're tired of uh, paying too much for meal kits, great news, every plate's got your back. Yeah, they offer delicious dinners that won't break the bank. Uh, Jesse, you know, I cooked with every plate this week, and I am full and happy. What did you make? Okay, here's what I made. I made pork chops in creamy Dijon mushroom sauce. That's nice. I made, that was great, I made sweet chili chicken with zesty carrots and scallion rice. That was a home run. And I am looking forward to my next recipe. It's gravy lovers meatballs with green beans and roasted garlic mashed potatoes. These guys, you, you, you know, you would, you, you know, I'm a gravy lover. Yeah, well, you're. I know you're not a gravy hater. So I no. know you're not a Jordan monster. No, of course not. I love gravy, and I'm excited to eat the every plate gravy. Um, boy, I sure had a blast cooking these, and and I and I think uh, people will like cooking with every plate. Uh, their quality ingredients come carefully packed and pre-portioned, so you're not you're not paying for a giant jar of sumac you're not going to use. They give you exactly the amount of sumac you need for the recipe. Jesse, I got some excess sumac. 
<laughs> really grinding my gears right now. I'm so I mad I paid cardamom. for so much sumac. I accidentally bought a second jar of cardamom, yeah. and cardamom costs like $12. Like Cardamom is not cheap, the jar Have of cardamom. Have you bought sumac recently? Jeez Louise. Get started with every plate for just $1.79 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering code JJGO179. That's everyplate.com and code JJGO179. Oh, and uh, hey, Jesse, um, if you live in the Portland area and you want to see uh, yours truly uh, continue to talk about food, um, I'm going to do a live show with our buddies, the Doughboys, on May 1st at Revolution Hall. It's a live Doughboys show. It's going to be a ton of fun. So if you're in the Portland area, I would love to see some uh, JJ Go representation in the audience. Uh, you can get those tickets at revolutionhall.com. Uh, that's May 1st at Revolution Hall in Portland. Honestly, I can't think of a fucking better fucking thing to do in Portland, Oregon than go see that shit. That's going to be fucking hilarious. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a blast. Those those are those are the funniest guys in history, and uh, I'm, I'm thrilled to be doing their show. Yeah. I, I want to say, if you live in Portland and you're not a Doughboys fan, I'm going to say you never heard the Doughboys before. I guarantee you, without ever having heard the Doughboys before, you're Jordan Jesse Go listener. Go to that fucking show. You're going to have a tremendous time. That is 100% sincere. You're going to have a fucking blast. I don't care if you've never heard of the. I know it's weird to go to a podcast show for a podcast you've never heard before. I am promising you you're going to have a great fucking time. Yeah. Because those guys are so funny and your friend Jordan is going to be there. That's one of the funniest human beings on earth. It's going to be a great time. Portland. Yes. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll see you out there May 1st, Portland. Uh, that's revolutionhall.com for those tickets. Jordan, did you know that I now sell uh, 1981 Tops cute and cuddly animal posters in my store? <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> wow. Uh, man, so, Tops, Tops really had a pretty varied business. Maybe they still yeah. do. I don't know if Tops is still around. I also sell uh, 1995 Fleer Fox Kids Network cards. Okay. So you got some, maybe uh, some Eek the Cat cards in there? Probably an Eek the Cat in there. Uh, and some Nasty Tricks trading cards. Oh so gosh. I have a lot of different shit in the Put This On Shop at PutThisOnShop.com. I also sell like beautiful fine jewelry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's actually the main thing. You could argue that's the main thing I sell at <laughs> PutThisOnShop.com. But, but if you also want to buy some fucking ALF cards or some rad dudes trading cards, go to PutThisOnShop.com. How about that? Just go there. Go there. Don't be a dipshit. Let's all go. Yeah, get elf cards. It's all go. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Disney Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Matt Apodaca, the Grinch. There you go. I don't think you're the real Grinch. I no. I don't think you're the real Grinch. I'm the Grinch at the end of the story. No, Wait, what's that behind Matt in his closet? Is that Christmas? <laughs> oh, don't look he's in got, there. He's got it. He stole it. <laughs> this is my Christmas. Uh, and actually, I'm no actually way. watching this Christmas for somebody. It belongs to all Christians. <laughs> what's that head? What's that head rolling along Matt's floor? Is that Cindy Lou Who? <laughs> oh, oh, no. Uh, um, let me just turn my camera off real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, look, Matt, when something momentous happens, like you get caught murdering Cindy Lou Who, 
Mm-hmm. We asked was not more than two. She was not more than two. Oh God. She's kind of a busybody for a two-year-old. Like she was <laughs> she had her nose in his Grinch's business. Yeah. Why, who God, why? <laughs> Cruel who God. You can send us a voice memo at jjgo at maximumfun.org or you can give us a call at 206-984-4fun. It's called momentous occasions. One occasion is this occasion that someone called us with on the phone or by voice memo. Hi, Jordan. Hi, Jesse. This is Emily from Louisiana calling with momentous occasion. Um, I just woke up from an interesting sleep paralysis situation. Instead of the normal demon or alien abduction kind of sleep paralysis, my sleep paralysis situation was that I was listening to an episode of your podcast. (laughs) So while I couldn't move or really open my eyes or wake up, I was just hearing you guys yak off in my ears. There was even a guest, though I'm not sure who she was. If she said a name, I don't remember what it was. And I don't really remember much of what you guys talked about, but I know Jesse mentioned something about the ever-increasing prices of gravy, and he said it in a tone that suggested it was both a hot-button issue and something that you were supposed to be clear he was doing sarcastically. And the other thing I remember you guys talking about was that the mysterious guest mentioned another woman who someone said should be a guest on the show but she couldn't because she was very pregnant and having too many babies i'm not sure what any of this means but my guess for who the guest is on this episode is the woman who was in my sleep paralysis dream that only i heard a minute ago in my nightmares thanks love you guys bye love you too uh i mean that's a pretty regular demon one right Mm mm-hmm so i think i think let's 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 get into this but i don't think we should run past the fact that i think she kind of maybe inadvertently came up with the perfect name for what we do on the show which is yakking off <laughs> yeah i was gonna i was gonna ask if that's like a regional phrase because i've never heard that before and I think it, it, I, I, she's yeah. from louisiana i think i've heard celebrity chef paul prudhomme mm-hmm. say yakking mm-hmm. off oh okay down i think i heard down. cajun boy say it once too yeah, yeah. <laughs> master p is famous for <laughs> the lady from the popeyes commercials i yeah. like <laughs> you know she's that's yakking it. off <laughs> Gambit. Gambit, yes. The X-Man Gambit. <laughs> Who else? Who else? <laughs> no one. I, don't. I think it's it. The late Alan Toussaint. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, what physical action would prevent us from yakking off? Like, what is the paralysis standing between? It's that she starts, she hit play, but she can't hit pause. Yeah, I'm a little bit confused as to whether she was manifesting a fake episode in her brain or she was having sleep paralysis, but the podcast was playing. And because she was sleep paralyzed, she couldn't turn it off. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering in her sleep paralysis dream state. Right. Did she believe herself to be listening to an episode of Jordan Jesse Go or did she believe Jordan me and a guest to be menacing her by making an episode of Jordan Jesse go over her bed right. demon like <laughs> mm-hmm. from the from the corner yeah. <laughs> slender man style mm-hmm. am i supposed to start saying who i think is having too many babies yeah <laughs> yeah well let's start let's get a baseline first how many babies would you say is too many babies to be having to come on Jordan Jesse go 
I feel like three is a lot. Yeah, three is exactly what I was thinking because I thought one baby. No, that's fine. We, we've we've yeah. almost certainly had people who were bearing children on yeah. Jessica. Two babies. Certainly, there are complications that would prevent people from coming on Jordan Jesse Go, but they would be above and beyond the mere fact of them having gestating mm-hmm. twins. Yes. Yeah. But at the point where you're gestating triplets, where you know you have three human lives being born within the vessel that is your body, mm-hmm. you cannot, cannot morally, defensibly prioritize appearing on Jordan Jessica. Right. No. That is a just, broken priority. Yeah. Yeah. You should actually be focused on having your triplets. Right. <laughs> we actually should stop, we should stop allowing people with pets to come on the show. Because yeah. <laughs> actually it's a bad they should be looking now, after the pets. This now that we've now that we've established the number of babies, Matt, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say probably the guest. If we're talking about triplets, guests probably Belleville. Mm. Who's that? From the hit film, The Triplets of Belleville. No. <laughs> yes. Maybe the guest, the guest could have been uh, the Octomom, but then, oops, there was more. <laughs> now know. she's really not allowed on the show. Yeah. This is the only reason Jim Gaffigan hasn't been back on the show. <laughs> Sorry, Gaffigan. I kind of feel like it's gimmicky, but I honestly, every time they're in grocery stores, I do get, uh, oops, more Octomom. <laughs> Sure. I like once a year they'll put out Choctoma. Yeah. <laughs> the special chocolate flavor. Yeah. The um so this hasn't come up because why would it have? Right. Uh I am I am a twin. I have a twin brother. Oh, congratulations. And thank you very much. Uh it was a lot of hard work on my part. Um <laughs> to share a womb. <laughs> yep. Uh my mom loved it. It was very easy for her, she tells us. Uh mm-hmm. very easy and normal. Um <laughs> sounds like it. Yeah, and uh, the the doctor who delivered us also delivered Nadia Solman's octo babies. Wow! Wow! Yes, yeah. So to him, it wasn't just routine. Your mother's birth. It's his like specialty. It, like he's no, like it a was multiple garbage. Birth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a snooze. when you just were two? born, yeah. it was horseshit. Yeah. It wasn't He's like, just why boring. did I even show up today? Fucking trash day. Yeah, you got to take out the trash. Fucking sleep. Matt yeah. and his brother are yeah coming on out. There's only two of them, like some fucking yeah. assholes. Yeah, all good. Yeah, congrats, congrats, mom. Yeah, congrats. Uh, good for you, Matt. Is your twin a creative person as well? Uh, I guess he is in a different way. Uh, he he works. Um, I'm gonna dox my brother. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dox him. He, uh, he. I mean, he has a very different uh, job than me. He works like in PR. So yeah, I would imagine you have to be creative in a in a different way, sort of in a more businessy kind of way. Uh, mm. Where in that way, I am not. I, I would I would fail in that uh, in that area. Is that just in public relations? Is that happenstantial, or are those paths uh, uh, upon which you embarked that you could you could say like? You know, nine years old, I realized my brother was going to be the business one. And I was going to be the one that spends my money inside a Simpsons video game. Yeah, yeah. no, it, honestly, it does line up. It, it, it does. Um, but, it, like, it is like, you could sort of point to, I wouldn't say we always knew that, like, 
he was going to be like a PR person, like working PR. Um, but like, he's definitely more um, like he's like this, the, the more of the straight and narrow kind of guy. I was kind of like, I was a brat. I was a loose, loose cannon. I was, a, loose, I was a wild real, kid. A real yeah. Loose brat. <laughs> yeah. I was a real loose brat. I was not a, a stool of, uh, of Jesse Thorne. I was uh, <laughs> not tightly wound. No. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I hate do you like this, this running? Line. Do you like this running joke that you have? <laughs> you have impeccable stool. I don't. I didn't like know poop stuff in general. <laughs> I don't think is that good and funny. Okay, uh, well you're wrong, <laughs> which is weird. Right? <laughs> given my enthusiasm for jack off stuff, which is right. half of what I say, <laughs> yeah, that I'm that I like draw the line at scat. So is Jack? So you? So when you watch like Jackass or something, yeah. you're sort of like no 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 i actually i had never seen jackass until a few days ago wow and what did you think uh it was about what i thought it was you've never seen any jackass i think i mean i think i had seen like my i had never seen any of the movies and my Mm. memory of the tv show is that one time it came on and i was surprised at how much boring stuff there was before they did anything uh, and I don't remember what they did. I just remember Show being like progress. watching it, thinking that they were going to, you know, <laughs> jump off a diving board onto a bed of nails or whatever. And like, actually, they were just kind of wandering around for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The movie, the movie uh, was not like, I didn't watch a whole Jackass movie, but I, I watched 20 minutes of it because my child was obsessed with watching it. And... um it was not like that. It was it was very lively. But there was mm-hmm. I, I will say that like as much as I enjoyed when they climbed into monster truck tires and then pushed them down a hill. Yeah. Uh, which I did think was pretty fun. Um, <laughs> there was one where somebody was farting into a tube that was connected to a space helmet. Yeah, that's and, and pooped. Um, and that was really gross to me and I didn't like it at all. I was like, yeah. oh, that's fucking gross. That's a poop. Yeah. Yeah. And see, I, as somebody who like, I, I would say probably with my full heart loves Jackass. I think yeah. Jackass is like some of the funniest, like some of the funniest art we have. Like, I mean, as it's Americans. genuinely amazing. Like <laughs> there's, there's no question that like, there's no, I, I am not yes. here to put it down. No. Uh, because it is. It is like they have demonstrated that they are the most extraordinary, like one of the most extraordinary things you could do and certainly the most extraordinary version of that thing. Yes. Uh, no doubt about it. Except for that one thing where where Eric Andre on the Eric Andre show went to a Civil War reenactment as a runaway slave. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best of those things. But besides yeah. that, the jackass guys getting in that tire and everything. I, I just showed the new movie to my girlfriend who hadn't seen it because it's on Paramount Plus right now. And I have Paramount Plus. It's braggy, uh, but okay. Bigger, cool. yeah, it's kind have of fun watching Picard, yeah. you fucking asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I have it. And... Enjoy Halo. Ooh, hi, it's, and hi, it's I, me, Matt Apodaca. I'm best friends <laughs> with Michael Shabon now. <laughs> Is he in Jackass? I, I think he doesn't I, he write Picard. Oh, I don't know. I think Michael Shabon writes Picard. I really only was watching uh Survivor uh reruns because I'd never seen Survivor before. And we burned through like ten seasons of Survivor in the like early pandemic, and I just kept it. Oh um, 
There's but, survivor. There's survivor heads out there. So you were watching. It's, you were watching the new Jackass. So we were watching it, and my girlfriend had never seen it before. Had never seen any of it, and I was just like, I think because she likes pranks and she likes things like sort of that are adjacent to that. And there's certainly enough of that in there. Uh, and I was like, maybe you would like this. I don't know. Uh, we watched it, and it got to a point where she was like, so how many more dicks are there in this thing? Like, how, <laughs> she, she was kind of like, how many more are we going to see? I need a dick count. Yeah. Uh, and she does not do well with throw up at all. So we did fast forward. Um, sure. And I don't do great with throw up. So there's not like a uh, Kinsey scale for that. It's just like I <laughs> see like I've seen it. And like, I was like, I right. can I can anticipate it. It's fine. Um, but she's like, I can't see even a little bit of a like, burp like that um and her review at the end of the movie was i liked some of it and i'm really glad you showed it to me but i never need to see it again and i was like that's fair that's i would never make you watch it but i'm glad that you at least you know that's love she tried the thing that the thing that i took away from it um besides my mother-in-law also watched some of it and she's much more gentle than i she's Mm an extraordinarily gentle uh, person of faith and she did it for my daughter who needed to see it and my mother-in-law wanted to be there to help her through the experience yeah um her review afterwards was she said i don't understand so many penises <laughs> um, and no one was like worried i don't i don't care if my children see penises it's fine they mm-hmm. can see penises yeah they have they have penises so it's not a big yes. deal um yes. but uh i think the thing that like i took away from watching maybe half an hour of it was just like i think there are like two sort of generational media products that I can see for roughly my or our generation that I can see that they're good. Mm-hmm. And I, and I like, there's like, like I said, there were things in the jackass that I watched. I thought were really funny. And there are things in this other thing that I think are really funny and good. Uh, but that there's part of it is that part of what's implied in it is that you relate to it. And I couldn't relate to it less. And yes. they are, jackass and girls like those two Mm. things are things where like people were like it's the worst of us but like or like it's the craziest of us but like we we see it like we recognize what it is about it and like with when i was watching jackass i was like i truly have never had the instinct to do something like this like it's not (laughs) that i've been suppressing it and i like have to let it loose Like there's never been, I've never felt like an intense bond with my male friends that makes us want to punch each other in the dick. Mm -hmm. Like it just is not part of my experience at all. And it's the same with girls where I'm like, I don't know, in my 20s, I worked 70 hours a week. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. I, for some reason, when I was watching this new one, and this has never occurred to me before. I was watching it, and I was like, I could do this one. And I was like going like stunt by stunt and being like, <laughs> yep. I could do this yep. one. This one's like easy. But like anything that's like too gross or like I wouldn't like I wouldn't do any like the gross stuff. That's like not I, – I wouldn't think that's funny. But like I could fall off a ramp and like land on the ground. That seems like I could do that one. Or like get hit by a big hand. 
Like yeah. I don't know. Like I, that seems like I, I would just do that. Yeah. How much are you taking home to get hit by a big hand? Yeah. I I, I do it for free. Six. What do you What do you think of the jackasses make for a jackass? I you know I heard that the the guys like the the main guys I think all get paid pretty decently well. They own the property also, and it's through their production companies. You know, so it's like it's, it's a co pro with their production company and uh, Paramount. So they make a lot of money when the movie makes a lot of money. And I, I heard that the new guys, though, didn't make that much money. And that kind of made me a little sad. That's interesting. Yes. I'll say this. So I know one of the Jackass directors mm-hmm. guys is Lance Bangs. And he is married to Corin Tucker, rock star Corin Tucker. And they are like two of the nicest people I've ever met. Like they're spectacularly mm. nice. And I like have had lunch with them and their children in a like barbecue restaurant in Portland or whatever. And talking to them, like even Lance being the sweetest man on earth, like thinking of him. Yes. Of him <laughs> and how normal it is to him to bring <laughs> A video camera to videotape someone stapling their balls to something or whatever. <laughs> it's like I'm looking at a spaceman. Like it's as though I in a hundred percent, not like and it's someone's in, farting I, into the helmet. Yeah, like I just want to be clear. Yeah, that like it's not like it's like a three percent thing that for him is a hundred percent. To me, I I can't see across the chasm. I do not understand it at all. It does. That does seem. That's like wild to comprehend because, yeah, the thing about – and then I guess with all of them too, all, all these guys, they like go to the bank and stuff, right? Like they like go do normal things. Yes. It's very yeah. strange. It would be weird yeah. to see one of them do something normal and being like, I've seen your asshole. Like this is like weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That should be – maybe that would like – that would make the jackass stunts more shocking if instead of the movie being like 90 minutes – you extend it so you maybe twice the length so you make this this is a three-hour movie this is batman length (laughs) yeah and then just what you're padding it out with is going to the store going to the post office standing in line at the bank uh you know getting the key made you got to go out of town you got to give your neighbor a key you got to go to that little kiosk to get a key made and then when the shit hits the space helmet it's all the more shocking because You've just watched this guy get his dry cleaning. Yeah, we just watched this guy make dinner for his family. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's a little something called establishing yeah, stakes. Yeah, you uh, exactly. you get like... You got to set the stakes, start the clock yeah. ticking, and then shit the yeah. space helmet. And then you got to shit in the space helmet. You keep the same guys that do that stuff on that stuff. And then you get like Link later to come in and do the slice of life stuff. And so it really hits too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And film it over the yeah, course yeah. of 20 years. Yes. I, I agree. Terrence Malick <laughs> comes in. Mm-hmm. You got to boyhood this. Uh, here's the, here's the thing. Um, one of the incredible things, of course, about Jackass is how they think of these premises, right? They think of these amazing things mm-hmm. that they do. Well, Jordan and I do that all the time. We have lots mm. of segments on the yes. show that have amazing premises that we've thought of. Um, it's not just people call in because they want to say something into our voicemail or whatever, and then they claim that that's a segment on our show. Uh, that's actually what happens, oh, Matt. Sort of retroactively or yeah. to yeah. justify the fact that they wanted to it's leave this message. It's not just that. It's it's 
it's stuff we've thought of because of yeah, our creativity. No, that, yeah, I know that. So here's so we're basically the, just as jackass turned shitting into a tube into an mm-hmm. art. So have we done the same yes. with similar success to repeatable segments on a comedy yeah. podcast? Go ahead and press press play on one of these, Brian. Hi, Jordan and Jesse and Brian and your guest. This is Deborah calling with your beloved segment, Can I Make This Nickname Work? I just am driving home from helping my big sister. She just had a baby less than a week ago. Um, so I let them get some shut-eye and some sleep while I help the baby. Pause it for a second. Only one. Yeah, I hate to see it, unfortunately, yeah. I thought, you know, garbage. Where's the, yeah, where's the rising grind mentality for having a baby? You mm-hmm. know, one. Yeah. Why isn't she podcasting <laughs> yeah. right now? Come on. Okay. Press play, Brian. My sister comes out and she goes, Oh, look at you with your auntie. And then she realizes, Oh, we need an auntie nickname for you. Because her auntie nickname with my daughter is, is Tia, you know. Like Tia Career. And so she's like, what should we call you? And I said, how about Tuffy? And my sister <laughs> just said, without batting an eyelash, yeah, it's going to be Tuffy. <laughs> yeah. Bye. I love you guys. First of all, Tuffy, we love you too. Tuppy? Second of all, that's, that a, it? that's a fucking great anti-nickname, Tuffy. Matt, we our fans mm-hmm. uh, love to be called Tuppies. Uh huh. Um, it's something. It's something you can call Tupperware. Yeah. This, yeah. This is something that Jordan accidentally called the Tupperware that he had yeah. left in the cabinet at work. Uh-huh. Uh, he called it that at work, and then that was the rest of history. It so discomfited him. Yeah. No, I I think you're I maybe I the way I remember the story is that I liked it and uh Allie Gertz was so grossed out she couldn't look at me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. There you go. And, like left the room. Thanks, Jordan. Um well, either way. Is that why you have a tattoo in your back that says one sick tuppy? <laughs> you know, it's not actually. <laughs> no, the reason for that is that Jordan's a little twisted. Oh yeah, yeah, you're I'm a little, little bit twisted. of a grinch. Yeah. That's why yeah. Cartman. I was there. trying to say one sick guppy. I used to be a huge uh. guphead. Um but I, was, I slurred my speech at the tattoo parlor. Yeah. Well, you can't go in like that. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> it serves me right. I think she can pull off Tuppy as an anti nickname. Yeah. I mean, I think it just depends on how fresh she keeps food. Yeah. Like how long, you know, like a pork chop will Does stay. She burp it. She's got to burp <laughs> stay it. good inside her. Yeah. I think that a lot of listener podcast listener nicknames could make a good aunt or uncle name Mm. i mean i'm thinking bumper a bumper is somebody that listens to stop podcasting yourself our sister show Mm -hmm. you're on the network okay matt do uh did 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 the get played fans have a moniker that they go by Hmm. dorks losers um (laughs) (laughs) no um, oh loser says what (laughs) yeah yeah uh, butt munch. Um, <laughs> Classic. No, I don't. Th- I don't think. I don't think they do. Or at least we don't. Uh, we don't address them as such. Uh, but if they came up with one, maybe we'll steal Tuppy. Yeah, <laughs> you can have it. Yeah, it's fine. We're <laughs> not funny using if, it. We don't have listeners. Like, oh, so we should. Uh, 
If there's like, yeah, we should make a, we should give ourselves a name based on our our favorite podcast. I'll be Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> and someone whose name isn't Jordan just starts going by Jordan. <laughs> Call me Jordan. <laughs> I'm yeah. a fan of Jordan Jessica, so I go by Jordan. <laughs> uh, if you want to call in to one of our famous segments, 206-984-4FUN or JJGO at MaximumFun.org for the voice memo, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. Hey there, beautiful people. I'm Travel Anderson. And I'm Jared Hill. We are the hosts of Fanti, the show where we have complex and complicado conversations about the gray areas in our lives, the things that we really, really love sometimes, but also have some problematic feelings about. Yes, we get into it all. You want to know our thoughts about Nicki Minaj and all her foolishness? We got you. You want to know our thoughts about gentrification and perhaps some positive question mark Uh aspects of gentrification we get into that too every single thursday you can check us out at maximumfun.org listen you know you want it honey so come on and get it (laughs) period hi i'm biz host of one bad mother Whether you're a parent or just know kids exist in the world, join us each week as we honestly share what it's like to be a parent. I signed my stepson up for a camp that is actually in another state. I feel really stupid, and I don't think we're going to get the money back. And then he found out that the car manual is a book about cars, so now he's reading our car manual. We So join us each week as we judge less, laugh more, and remind you that you are doing a great job. Download One Bad Mother on MaximumFun.org, and yes, there will be swears. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Matt Apodaca, the Grinch. Matt, what a joy it's been to have you here on our program. What a treat. You're one of the co-hosts with a couple of other friends of Jordan, Jesse Go of the podcast Get Played. That's right. Um, Jordan, did you know that they did an entire Seaman episode and I wasn't on it? Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, the number the number one Seaman Stan. Uh, well, hey, they got to do they got to do they got to revisit Seaman at some point. We um, must. There's a lot to talk about with it. It's funny. It's it's funny and kind of good. It's it's great. Oh, I dedicated a year of my life to it, so you don't have to convince <laughs> me. Uh, so get played. I should say I am a big fan of. I want. I no, I I really hope people check out this show. I I listen every week. It's one of those like day it comes out podcasts for me. Nah, with our friends Heather Ann Campbell and Nick Weiger. Yeah, yes. the three of the three of the funniest people around. They talk about oh. video games in the early uh, uh, phases of the show. They were kind of reviewing notoriously bad games. Uh, now the show uh, has broadened. Uh, it's 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 topic base into yes. video game news. You still got some bad weird games in there. Yeah, you got uh, you got Q and A stuff. You got long plays. It's such a great show. I think if you if you love games, uh, all all three of these all three of these folks are are like people who think smartly about video games, <laughs> but are also really really funny. Thank you. And uh, yeah, and I've talked to. Uh, Tons of people who are like, I don't even play that many games, and I just like hearing these three hilarious people talk. So that's that's always nice to hear, and it, it is. I'm always like, what are you doing? That's really nice. I really love it. Uh, <laughs> but I I feel like a lot of feedback I see is like, 
I don't even play video games. Like this is I would never listen to something like yeah, about something like, I don't I understand. Hate this show. Why do I listen to it? <laughs> but that's I, I love it. That means that must mean we're doing something right. Uh, that it's uh, approachable for people who don't. Uh, or we ex- at least explain the game enough that it's understandable for people that don't play. That's very we nice. We get a kind of similar yeah. feedback sometimes on Jordan Jesse Go. People will say, you know, I listen to Jordan Jesse Go and I do and accomplish things in my life. <laughs> I have reason I never yak off. to exist. <laughs> I've never yacked off before. I leave Christmas where it belongs. <laughs> I am not stealing it. Yeah. Uh, I like the running joke. Let's let's include the running joke that we're trying to steal Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's take that and put it into future episodes. Uh, yeah, Matt's a hilarious guy. He does a bunch of podcast stuff. Uh, Get Played is, is, is a special show. It's really fun. I've been on it a couple of times, and I always have a blast. Yeah, what a, and there's one, uh, I don't know when this comes out, but there's one, a recent one. We talked with Jordan about Elden Ring, and what a, oh boy, we could have kept going. We could have yeah, kept we, going. That was one where I'm like, does the podcast have to end? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can cancel some shit. I can cancel some shit and move it around. So This is an open world podcast, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, you can just <laughs> ride your horse around. We were texting the missions or? afterward, and we were like, there's like a, like a million things we didn't talk about because we were just like, this is cool, and this is cool, yeah. and this part's cool. This is fun. Uh, it's a great episode. Yeah, yeah, so it's fun. So we, yeah, so we talked about Elden Ring recently, but I've also like been on to talk about like, Oh, <laughs> broken, horny Sonic the Hedgehog game. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah. Whatever, whatever flavor you like. Uh, the uh, word "horny" and the word it. "Sonic the Hedgehog" a little bit redundant there, Jordan. Oh, I sorry. Just... <laughs> <laughs> if Sonic's involved, <laughs> you know what's going on. You know people are hard and wet. <laughs> the blue blur. Oh yeah. <laughs> Our producer is Brian Sunny D Fernandez on the stream this evening. As we record, is Valerie Moffat. Uh, we've been streaming the show live on the Max Fun YouTube channel on a Sunday evening specific time. Um, that's generally when we're recording the show. We can't promise it to you, but you should subscribe to the Max Fun YouTube channel so you can look in on our homes as we record this program sometime. Uh, you can find us on Reddit at MaximumFun.Reddit.com. You can email us at JJGo at MaximumFun.org. Call us at 206-984-4FUN. Hashtag your JJGo tweets. Hashtag JJGo. Our theme music, Love You by The Free Design, courtesy of The Free Design. And, of course, Light in the Attic Records. Our thanks to them. I think that's about it. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jessica. I'll hug you and kiss you and love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.